Hey, Bob WP here, and welcome to Do the Woo, the WooCommerce Builder Podcast. This show is brought to you by GoDaddy Pros Hub, where you can manage your client sites with some of the top professional tools in the trade. And OSTraining.com, keeping your clients and yourself up to date with learning WordPress and WooCommerce. Tell you more about our pod friends later in the show, but let's get this show on the road. Jonathan sits down and chats with three team members at the Dot Store via MultiDots as they share a very interesting migration and multi-site case study in WooCommerce. The perfect learning experience for anyone building sites with WooCommerce. Welcome to Do The Woo. I'm your host today, Jonathan Wold, and I am joined with a larger-than-normal group today. I've got some fantastic folks. I've got Aslam, who's the CTO and co-founder of MultiDots. I've got Chirag, who is a project manager at MultiDots, and Ajay, who is a senior WordPress engineer. Welcome, each of you. It's great to have you today. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you for the introduction. So, Aslam, can you tell me, tell us a little bit about MultiDots? Like, you guys have been in the space for a long time. Uh, tell us, what does MultiDots do? And you also have, uh, tell us about the, the Dot Store as well. Thanks, uh, Jonathan, for this opportunity to come on the podcast. Uh, as you said, uh, my name is Aslam, and I'm one of the co-founder and chief technology officer. And uh, MultiDots, we are a proud uh, WordPress VIP agency partner. We are a gold partner. And uh, we work for our many of the enterprise customers. And we, as a service agency, we expertise into uh, WordPress, complex WordPress-based solutions. That includes uh, uh, migrations from other CMS to WordPress, or if you, you are a big media house or a publication company and looking for a custom editorial workflow or solutions, uh, we would be really happy to help. help. Um, we also have a dot store. It is a premium WooCommerce uh, plugin shop where you know we specialize into uh, multiple solutions that we provide based on WooCommerce. Excellent. Right? So it's a, it's a very popular store we have there. Excellent. Chirag, tell it, so project management, that can mean a lot of things. What, what do you tend to focus uh, your time on? Uh, so yes, uh, I'm Chirag Patel, uh, working as a project manager in MultiDots. And uh, I have been working with WordPress for more than 10 years. And uh, I have worked with multiple brands, startups, and agency to build website and WooCommerce. And uh, as Islam mentioned, I think uh, I'm also a part of a project of media publishing. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. And uh, do, do you enjoy project management? Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I've done enough project management to appreciate those who enjoy it. It's not my favorite thing. Uh, and it takes, it takes people with the, the skill and interest to do it well. Yeah. I have started my journey with the uh, developer and step-by-step uh, step, gradually I have started the, you know, like project lead and team lead and project manager. So now I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying, uh, I can say, uh, my role and responsibility. It was about four, I forgot how many years, maybe five, six years ago that WordPress started bringing project management to, into core development. So I'm very, very grateful. Like it takes, as projects get more and more complex, the role of someone to wrangle is, is more important. Ajay, so you are a senior WordPress engineer and uh, what, what types of projects do you work on? Is it a lot of the WooCommerce stuff? Like what do you focus on? Yes. Uh, so yes, Jonathan. So before five years, 
ago i have joined a multi dots and i have i can say i start my career with the multi dots and i worked on many of the wordpress and woocommerce customizer uh, customization so mainly i have worked on marketplace type of project in a uh, woocommerce then we have also work uh, work on the uh, rhr swag case study where we have uh, built the many of the automation tool and we we have achieved uh, some of the functionality where we um, uh, doing uh, need to do a uh, many customization for uh, our ads and many other uh, uh, com- making the other compatible plugins and uh, making the customization of woocommerce excellent aj well it's it's great to meet each of you so aslam tell us a bit about so one of the things we love doing, we love telling stories and we love just sharing perspective with people of like, hey, there's there's interesting things happening in WooCommerce that you just might not know unless you talk to someone. You guys have, you've given some talks at WordCamps, like you've shared. There's a lot of folks I'm sure who still haven't heard about some of the projects you've worked on. You had a particular project. So Aslam, can you give us the setup? Like what's, what, what, tell us about this project. Ajay mentioned the domain, but give us some, give us some background. When we thought of sharing some useful tips for the development community on WooCommerce, right? Um, I feel that uh, this particular case study from rhrswag.com, it might be interesting. The way it will be interesting is, uh, first, it is a, it is a you can consider it as a migration case study, where if you see on WordPress multi-site, you can see a lot of examples where you have a content website and you merge them into a multi-site to take the advantage of single code base and you are using it. But here in this particular case study, uh, we are merging multiple independent WooCommerce stores into one multi-site, right? Meaning we are using one common code base of uh, WooCommerce plus the plugins, but we are running uh, six to seven WooCommerce stores. And I feel that uh, this might be an interesting case study. The way it is, you know, this was uh, an interesting migration where you you will be merging multiple customer data from multiple stores into one. And we have all those learnings that I'm sure we will be able to share here so that the developer community whoever face a similar situation in the future, they can learn from the learnings. Yep. This particular case study has a lot of third-party integrations plus it has almost more than 100k 100,000 plus uh, SKUs now so we have a case study where you know how the WooCommerce can handle such a load of uh, thousands of SKUs with a WooCommerce store yes you you, there's a lot of of complexity in what you're describing like for those who already are familiar with multi-site multi-site uh, offers there's a lot of power in it and complexity, but that's just content. When you add in commerce on top of that, and all the expectations of that, especially with a large store that can have traffic surges, it's very interesting. Tirag, what I just want to jump into the what was the biggest challenge that you saw, like in managing like a project like this? Uh, as Aslam mentioned. Uh, uh, the initially we have uh, migrated different single Woo store in single multi-site instance. We have uh, faced many challenges, but yes, I have highlighted two main challenges. One is user migration. So I think Jonathan and everyone know that WordPress have a common user table. 
in multi-site instance, right? But in the different case, uh, we can see in a different single store have a different user table. So to the more clarity, uh, let me give you an example. I'm a Chirag and I have placed a four orders in four different websites in single Woo site, right? So my data are stored in uh, different users and my association is also stored in different WordPress setup, right? But uh, when we are migrating those four single site to one multi-site instance at that time, that was a trouble. So we have to migrate only one user like Chirag, but we have to make sure all the association will migrate it, right? So we found this is the very interesting uh, problem we faced during the migration and uh, we check it out the uh, different solution for that. But in the market, there are no any solution available. So we developed our own WP CLI script and we solved this problem. Yes, because that, yes, I mean, you, you, <laughs> it's not just as simple as like, oh, multi-authors, like let's merge them together. It's like, no, no, yeah. you have order history, like, and then you also like just to add to that, like the whole live nature of this, like the data is evolving as you go, right? Like you can, so, so Ajay, I'm curious, like, what can you tell us about the how part of this? Like you have multiple stores, you're going to put this into a single instance. Um, yeah. T t tell us about that. Like, how was that experience? So, yes, uh, when we check uh, that all single individual site, we have found that uh, many of uh, their customers are same, but they have different uh, orders on all that site. So what was the issue we have faced? Like all this data is stored based on the user ID, right? In the analytic as well, uh, there are stored based on the user ID. But when we migrated all that user in a single table, we get the different user ID that is not uh, available on their all different site. Right. So that was the big, biggest challenge we can say because we have to uh, deal with the all analytic data, order history data. Uh, when we like uh, utilize uh, that single user for all the website. Right. Can you tell us like roughly how many users we're dealing with? Like, because it's a hundred thousand SKUs. I don't, whatever you can tell us, like, like to give the audience a perspective. Yes, uh, there is uh, 3K plus users available yep. uh, for, uh, for, uh, from all the sites. Yep, that's a lot. There's a lot of users. Yes. And, and additionally, one more thing is uh, we have faced about the image upload, right? Because all the, uh, all the different sites have image paths uh, directly with the domain. But when we migrated all the uh, content in the uh, multi-site, we have to uh, manage the site's upload directory, right? So, so we have built our custom uh, script and uh, using the REST API, we have migrated all data in a, a single multi-site instance. And we also use the REST API to like uh, whenever a new order is placed on any individual site then uh, we we instantly get uh, that data into into the our multi site because our client is uh, not wanted to make site on uh, maintenance mode so that was the one biggest challenge so wow yeah yeah uh, we have to implemented uh, that rest api concept as well 
Yeah, so that's a, I just want to call that out to catch that because this is the big thing is if you have an active store, you can't like take it down for a long period of time. So like that costs money <laughs> to take it down. So it sounds like what I heard you say, if I heard right, is like you you developed all this, but also via the APIs, we're keeping the databases in sync. Yeah, it was it was more of a zero downtime. Yes. Yeah. Whew. Very less downtime. Actually, that was a client need, and that is also a second challenge. Right. Uh, yeah. And uh, for that, as AJ mentioned, we have used REST API and we have uh, write some custom WPCLI script for admin configuration. So when we switch the domain, we will run the WPCLI. So automatically that script will configure the admin configuration, like theme, like sidebar and everything. You know, like uh, we maintain the less downtime on that. So one of the things that one of the common criticisms, uh, Ajay, of, uh, of of WooCommerce is performance, especially when you're dealing with scale. Like, how did you guys think about that? How did you make sure that all this was going to work well? Because you're now making it bigger, right? That that would be an argument initially for having separate multi-sites or separate sites is like, oh, you know, if, if performance hits one, it doesn't affect the others. But now you're bringing it all back. You have one large database. How did you make sure things are going to stay performance so yes uh, when we come to the woocommerce and uh, woocommerce store performance is the very important uh, performance is playing a major uh, role when we need a huge traffic right so as we say our uh, we have implemented many third parties api and our client is also like using the facebook feed and google ads Right. So for all the site, we have to make uh, feed uh, for products for the third party. And and uh, that is the reason we are getting the uh, we are getting the huge traffic. So uh, so performance is most important for us. So and we we uh, utilize our custom uh, code and we reduce the uh, number of plugins that we were using uh, on our old site right so we have like bunch of the common plugins that we uh, that we can utilize in for all the sites we have removed the uh, other plugins that are unnecessary or we can say the least useful right but uh, we have implemented our custom code for all the all the sites and we have made our custom plugins i'm curious yeah did you did you deal with any like custom order tables stuff like how, how did you approach how did you approach that with woocommerce that's been an area that woocommerce has been working on more lately like how did you tackle that here yes as uh, uh, as aslam and jirag mentioned uh, that we have 100k plus sku's right and for the ordering uh, we are using the, the uh, that uh, custom tables right because we are using we are using the concept of year make model on our uh, one of the website right and we can say year make model is a big uh, big concept that uh, uh, are using on mostly on us based websites right so because uh, year make uh, uh, there is the site is we are managing the truck accessories so there are many parts available for truck accessories we, uh, for the different Mac and different model data. Yeah, with yeah with with in the car space like the vehicles. The, yeah, there are so many different combinations, and keeping that all straight. So it's like you have a lot of data and a lot of permutations of data, 
where they like mix and match. So, so you use custom tables. Yes, for managing the ERMAC model data, we have used uh, use our custom uh, table. Hey everyone, Bob WP dropping into the show for a short break to tell you more about our two pod friends and to thank them for their amazing support. When you build a client site, after the fact, you are doing one or two things. Continuing to help them maintain their site or simply handing it over. Now, whatever the case may be, you need to give your clients even more confidence in running their Woo shop. OS Training has a great collection of WooCommerce tutorials that will help your clients get the most out of their site. And as a bonus for you, the builder, you can also find training to enhance your knowledge as they continue to grow their WordPress and WooCommerce developer training. So whether it's for yourself or to help your clients understand and take control of their WooShop, OS Training has you covered at OSTraining.com. Staying on top of things, what about managing all those client projects in one place? The GoDaddy Pro Hub does just that, and it's free. From a single dashboard, you will have control over your client sites, products, and projects in one seamless experience. Save time on repetitive site maintenance tasks. Access all your client accounts with a single sign-on and use tools that improve client collaboration. And top that off with priority support and it's the all-in-one hub. Learn all about it by simply going to dothewoo.io slash hub. Make sure and check out both of these pod friends. And now let's get back to the show. And with the third-party integrations, like how did you approach that? Is that something like, were you just doing your own like custom API endpoint like how did you how did you handle that so for the third party api we have, we have used one additional server to uh, to to implement the daily feed to uh, to generate the feed data to sync up the inventory right and to uh, getting the tracking from our third party vendors like because our client is wanted to do a, a automation for inventory for uh, shipment tracking so so additionally we have used one additional server to perform all that actions so you have the main multi-site install and then you have the separate server to handle some of the api so aslam i'm curious in your experience like we're so third party especially in the world of woocommerce is a big part of it like you're going to use services for this and that are there any any challenges any other challenges that you guys ran into working with these third parties Yes, Jonathan. Uh, the integrations, you know, as you mentioned, uh, we had a lot of out of which uh, Facebook and Google, yep. those were a primary integrations. Now, as everybody know, with such a large SKU uh, store, the the problem comes up with with the providing the feed, the real time feed, right? Yes. And uh, imagine, like, if we want to generate a feed on an everyday basis for like uh, 100k plus SKUs, um, it takes a lot of time. And that is where we realized earlier the customer was, the client was using a ready-made plugin for Facebook feed for or for Google feeds. But that plugin was falling behind. Like, like uh, uh, we had a lot of data mismatch 
and that was a, a kind of a nightmare for AJ and and Chirag as well while we were working right like uh, the customer wanted to run google ads facebook ads but the feed was not matching the inventory was not uh, uh, matching up and that is when we came up with this custom script right so that uh, we implemented we got rid of those plugins and we implemented a custom script and that would be our primary suggestion for the development community that whenever you have a, such a scenario rather than relying on the existing plugins it is the best idea to see what what is a need for your store and implement it uh, as as a custom script yeah this is and this is of course one of the benefits of open source right is you yeah. can take an existing plugin and say okay we can modify this we can strip out everything that we don't need because sometimes you just really have to narrow in on performance right where it's like okay we need to make this thing work really specifically for this particular client's need it's still like this open source base you can customize it yep. though for what they need that's true yeah Let's talk about, so you learned a lot from this. You got it done. It's up and running. It looks great. Like you're able to, so when you, you can switch, you can try the different domains and it's all the same multi-site install. Um, like any, any from the client's experience, like what's been some of the benefit for them? I'm, I'm curious, like on the, on the side of this being done, I'm assuming that one of the biggest ones is it simplified their management. Is that is there anything else that you'd add? Like what's been the benefit for the client of all this work? Sure. I can add in and then Chirag, you can add in. Uh, if I speak again from a, because we are talking all development community, right? Uh, so one of the biggest advantage for the store owner will come is uh, the easy management of the code base. Now imagine earlier you were managing seven or 10 different WordPress installations. You have a plugin updates. You can, you have a WordPress upgrades and you do, like taste all the different seven websites if anything is breaking or not, right? So it is a one simple code repository. You upgrade your WordPress and WooCommerce. It will be applied everywhere, right? And the best beauty is if you have a common uh, UI for your front store, you can use the common theme, right? So that whenever you want to apply some, introduce a new feature, it becomes very easy. So that is a very go-to advantage for the store owner. But apart from this, they have experienced a lot of advantages in terms of managing the store from admin. Like the login becomes easy. You have a multi-site UI where you can switch between the stores, right? And uh, uh, we haven't implemented it yet, but I think if they want to have any kind of a dashboard like global dashboard to see sales of between different stores and all yeah they can introduce it very easily well and for the users am i right in understanding now so the users are their accounts able to work across the stores now that's a very yeah that's a very interesting point jonathan you brought up uh i think the customer on our current case study they do not have a need at the moment but you are right like they can we can implement it very easily it's possible they could do that if they wanted to yeah multi multi website uh, yeah. account management is possible yeah and what's what i love about this too is that you're effectively giving them their own platform right like they it's wordpress it's open source woocommerce they get the benefit of the large ecosystem but they can build this thing for their customers needs where they can say they can continue like if a new plugin comes along they can install it they can benefit you can work with them on that you can customize it and they can also really narrow in to say like yeah if our customers really want to 
have it more tightly integrated, we can do that. And if they don't, we don't need to, but they have the options now. That's great. Chirag, anything to add in terms of the benefit? Uh, yes, uh, I think uh, Aslam mentioned uh, most of the thing, but yes, uh, uh, from my side, uh, of course, uh, client have an easy interface, right, from backend side. And uh, I have a few points uh, which I would like to share for a development community. Please, yeah, go for it. What are some of the benefits? Yeah, what are some? Uh, you guys have learned a lot on this project. You got it done. The client's happy about it. Yeah. What are some of the things that you would share with developers? Some of the learnings, some of the lessons from this. Yeah. So uh, I think when when we heard the WooCommerce, everybody is talking about the limitation of WooCommerce, right? Uh, everybody is talking about like how many product WooCommerce can handle. So during this migration, these questions is in our mind, right? Because client, that point, you know, like uh, the earlier site was, uh, we can say a performance very slow. Right. After migrating, we have we also have to take care of the performance as well. So during the migration, that was a questions for us as well. Like uh, 100 and 150k SQ will be there for a single site, and the other, you know, like there are many websites of WooCommerce. So that was our questions. But yes, and I saw that uh, I have a you know like uh, a very faith on that on WooCommerce, and I review I read so many articles in that WooCommerce state that. The WooCommerce team said you can list an infinite number of products on WooCommerce site. And I agree with it because it is all about site performance plus scalability of our Woo store and how you manage the third-party call and caching. We should take care of factor affecting WooCommerce scalability, efficient coding, and one of the important part, the hosting companies also play a vital role in the WooCommerce load of the site. Yeah, having a good hosting partner is a big factor in that. Yeah, yeah, which is can say a lot too about like based on your customer might be in one location versus another, and like knowing where their audience is, you can find the right partner. Yeah, and, and I love I love how you guys have put the attention on how you manage the third party aspect of it because, like in your case, it sounds like one of the solutions is like, okay, we you know third party. It's a it's a wild card. It's a variable. So we're going to set up a, a separate server that's going to be the job. It's going to just do that job of handling that, right? Like that. That's an example of you know for smaller stores, it's probably fine to have it all together. At some point, you're like, you know what? We're going to set this aside so that we can dedicate resources and really fine tune it. I like that. Ajay, what about you? What what else would you add? Your guidance for other developers working on projects like this. Yes. I want. Uh, I just want to say, uh, like, uh, when we are handling the WooCommerce store, just use the less plugin would help the performance increasing, optimize theme, and they use the core API functions other than adding the other custom uh, many of the custom code for running the WooCommerce. Because many times it happens like uh, we are adding the some. Uh, many of the other WP queries and all these things making this WooCommerce store slower. And we must need to take care about the landing page, right? So the landing page is most uh, useful when our client is uh, uh, utilizing the Google ad or a Facebook ad. Ah, yes, yes. So you got to make sure that's performant, that that's working really quickly. Yeah, okay. Good. Aslam, how about yourself? What anything else that you would add for people who are working on WooCommerce? Maybe they haven't maybe they haven't had the experience that you guys have had yet. They're they're starting small, but they want to work on bigger things. What guidance would you have to offer? 
i would like to advise i would like to go a little bit uh, on the on the before part like if you think this as an uh, a pretty good uh, task of a migration right then i would highly encourage the engineering and strategy team to like uh, take a pen and paper and sit on a table and decide your strategy right like that is how i think you will encounter all the different cases like what ajay mentioned about uh, uh, the images right like uh, what might be the possible challenges right and that would be the best uh, uh, idea that pan out all the challenges that you may face like whether the conflicting user data the order tables or what is the seo url pattern you want to manage right like so that after the migration you do not have any impact on your search ranking right so you know preparing such a strategy has really helped us when we were actually designing this overall migration process for this client well one thing that stands out to me too here especially within within an e-commerce install because there's a much higher stakes there's more risk to it it seems really helpful to be clear on what your constraints are so for instance in your case the client gave you a constraint of zero day zero downtime right that's right that that's not a a constraint that a lot of people are used to because with a wordpress like yeah we generally want little downtime but if it's just content it's lower it's it's funny right like people doing content migrations will still like schedule downtime and that's easier for e-commerce it's it would be a lot easier to have downtime where you can deal with like synchro- but they're like no no downtime so that's an example of a constraint that you need to understand and and I'm sure you had to do a lot of extra work to figure out how to pull that off so knowing those constraints up front i imagine that it's going to make a big difference in your ability to design solutions that match those constraints and then you can also find out how serious the clients are about those constraints right because you had to put a lot more work into making sure that was this good my guess is that for the client it was like it was worth it for them to say like we don't want to lose the orders so yeah we're paying you guys to figure out how to pull this off without the downtime. That's right. I like that. I like that. So understanding the constraints, doing the planning up front, making sure that you have a strategy that matches those constraints. And then uh, and then it's just easy project management, right, Shirag? That's that's true. <laughs> that's true. And, and last but not the least, uh, I'd like to uh, wade in what Shirag mentioned about the platform right for example on this particular project uh, we we are utilizing wordpress vip right and uh, i i really feel that having an enterprise uh, managed hosting like wordpress vip really adds a lot of value right like uh, uh, when once you utilize the best of the caching capabilities you have a, a cdn availabilities right and like that really adds in the experience that you want to provide to your customers for your online store yep and of course having a partner who you can connect with who has that context because i'm sure I, i'm guessing that there were some things that you had to do in collaboration that you had to figure out together um, because it's new territory and having a good partner is a, is a key to that i like that that's right yeah cool any final thoughts Any anything else to add Yes, uh, we choose uh, WordPress VIP is our best decision, I can say, because earlier client was uh, literally frustrated about the down downtime of site, yeah. because 
100 plus of XKU and client want uh, operation every day from backend side, like uploading in thousands of product in a single click, right? So that was a really a problem. So yeah. we have migrated the site, you know, like in WordPress VIP, and that was our best decision, I can say. Cool. Uh, having a good partner on that. I, I like that a lot. Uh, I really appreciate a couple of things. One, uh, I appreciate you guys like taking on projects like this. Like it's challenging, right? Like, there's new things you have to figure out. Sometimes some people find that really enjoyable. I hope that's the case with some of this. Um, but we, we, we need to continue pushing the edges and it's projects like this that give other people confidence to say, look, they were able to do it here. We can, we can also do it here. And it helps inspire more confidence in the space. Like you, you may, like with WooCommerce, with these proprietary platforms, which are great for what they do, uh, it's very easy for them to align their messaging. And in our space, because like you can use WooCommerce for something small, something big, like it's 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 very easy. Like there's not a consistent message, so it takes stories like yours that we can point to and say, "Hey, like this is what's possible." So I, I appreciate. Uh, you guys both doing the work and also taking the time to share your stories. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, thank you, Jonathan, for giving us this opportunity to share our story. I hope, uh, you know, the, the WooCommerce community who listens this podcast, they will be able to get the value. And uh, if uh, at any point of time, if you, anybody has any query, feel free to connect with us. We are available. Yes. Tell us where, how can folks, so uh, we'll have a link to the, you have a case study that you published. We can include that in the show notes. If folks are interested in talking, what, what's the best way to get a hold of you guys? Uh, the best way would be go to the contact us page on Multidots and uh, the team will route to us. Yeah, that would be the best way. Cool, yeah. excellent. Thank you guys for your time and keep it up. Thank you, Jonathan. And thanks to Do The Woo team for allowing us this opportunity to speak here. Hey everyone, thanks again for tuning into today's episode. I'd like to give another shout out to our two pod friends. Do check out GoDaddy Pros Hub, the perfect place to manage all your client sites with the resources and tools to help you make the most out of your time with client projects. And whether it's for yourself, a team member, or a client, when looking for top WordPress and WooCommerce training, OSTraining.com has you covered. You can connect with us here at Do The Woo in any way you can think possible. Just head on over to dothewoo.io slash subscribe. So until the next time, keep on doing the woo.